Hi, my name is Dr. Sarah Adams. I am a board-certified pediatrician, but I'm not your pediatrician. Feel free to use my podcast as helpful information, but in no way do I intend my podcast to replace the advice of your physician. Your physician knows you and is in the best position to provide medical advice. She is a pediatrician, but not your pediatrician, and each week she takes on and tackles general health and wellness, parental issues, family matters, and real-life challenges that affect every single one of us. Making her Potapalooza debut, Dr. Sarah Adams, and growing up with Dr. Sarah. Hi, everybody. How's everyone doing tonight? Are you guys enjoying all the different podcasts? I know that I am. It's really fun to see different podcasters and and their styles and how they do things. And I'm learning quite a bit. And even about my own town that I've lived here for 27 years. But Eva, I want to tell you that you're absolutely right. If you eat too many carrots, you will turn green. So that are not green. You'll turn orange. And that is actually true. And we... We talk a lot about that with babies because a lot of babies love things like squash and sweet potatoes because it tastes so good. And if they eat too much, they actually do turn orange. So, well, as she said, I'm a pediatrician and I've been practicing for about 25 years. And one of the reasons why I got into podcasting was because I enjoy teaching and we all know that when you go to see the doctor, you don't always get all your answers to all of your questions. So I decided to start this podcast so that I could help people find some of the common answers that just go day to day. So I have a question for everyone. Anyone out here, a parent, raise your hand. All right, I see lots of parents. I love it. Anybody a grandparent? Any grandparents out here? I see a couple. I love it. Well, anybody that takes care of children, whether you're a mom, a dad, a grandparent, or even just a caretaker, or maybe even that's part of your job, we all have different challenges. But one of the challenges that I find in my practice the most is bringing home baby number two. So how many of those parents out there have more than one child? Yes, and I remember that raising my kids and raising siblings was probably the most challenging balancing act I have ever had to do, but it's also the most rewarding. I, used, I actually said to one of my uh, patients today, if I could solve sibling rivalry, I'd probably be a millionaire. Anybody who just had a baby and just brought that baby home with a toddler, which I think is, when I remember doing that with my own families, that, wow, no one really prepared me for this. So anyone out there, new mom of a toddler and a new baby, would you join me on stage? Because I'd love to ask how you're doing with this. Everybody give her a round of applause. So tell everyone what your name is. Hi, everyone. My name is Alex. And Alex, tell us about your kids. So I have a 17-month-old son named Thomas 
and like you said, um, I have an eight-week-old son, Patrick. So if everyone heard, she's got a 17-month-old boy home and an eight-week-old. So tell me what that was like bringing baby number two. And did you prepare for it? Well, in a couple ways we did. Um, You know, with toddlers, it's really important to have routines in place to make your day easier, but also have them have some semblance of what's going to be going on that day. So with bringing home Patrick. Let me switch. There we go. Okay. (laughs) We definitely had some routines in place, which I think helped with his transition with bringing home a little brother and having to share my attention. Um, But that was probably the biggest thing that we did to prepare other than just, you know, talking about baby and yeah. I don't know how much of it he really understood because he was only 15 and a half months when he was born. Yeah. But. So tell me what it was like. Like I know when I was bringing home Ben, my second one, I was like, gosh, I already love my oldest one so much already. How could I possibly love another? And then I was worried, like, is Gabe going to resent me? You know, so many emotions went through my head. So how did, how did Thomas respond? He actually did really amazing, and I think part of it is just his younger age. You know, I don't know how much of it he truly understands with the resentment thing, but he hasn't really shown even towards me, you know, having to share my attention, which I think has been amazing. But, you know, just I've heard advice with, you know, with the new baby, try to have your other kids be incorporated in their care, and that has really helped, you know, I... We'll put Patrick on the floor and have him play with him, with me. Um, I'll baby wear or put him in a carrier and, you know, play with Thomas and, like, make his lunch with him in his little toddler tower so that he's, (laughs) you know, involved. So that's really helped, I think, a lot. Um, I'm sure that the behavioral things will come, but for now I'm just relishing in the fact that they haven't been too bad yet. (laughs) What about, like, I know, you know, being a toddler... How are you handling with, like, him being careful around Thomas, too? Because, you know, they're, they're, they're rough and tumbly, and that's okay. Uh-huh. So I'm glad that he's not showing any jealousy, which is awesome. But how do you kind of incorporate in more detail being a helper but also not being hurt by anything either? Yeah, I'd say the biggest things I've been doing are just really modifying the environment and making sure that, you know, there's really only soft toys around Patrick's playmat where Thomas will come up with me. And um, I have lots of bins where I keep, honestly, a majority of his toys, and I kind of have the, like, harder wooden plastic objects (laughs) away just for the time being because it's, you know, you do have to be careful. Like, they are so fragile and like I said if I have him on the floor it's like it takes literally two seconds for Thomas to do something you know so you do have to kind of prepare in that way and luckily we just moved into a new house so lots of stuff was already in boxes and I kind of had that benefit going for me with modifying the environment but I know I've heard too like you know involving him like let you know oh, look, we're going to change the diaper, you know, having him hold the diaper if he's interested because sometimes they're really not phased by it at all, and that's okay, too. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that they don't love, he doesn't love him. Yeah. 
And then also having solo toys. Like when you know, okay, I really need to spend time with Patrick, you've got something that can occupy. Mm -hmm. Thomas is always a good idea too. Yeah. Even in Patrick's room where I um, nurse quite a bit, I'll I'll have a couple of uh, Thomas's toys out and things so that I can like take us all in there. I'll shut the door. And if he's not, you know, if I'm not like trying to multitask, read him a book while I'm doing that, like, <laughs> it kind of will, you know, go play with his own things. And so how did the routine go? Like, do you feel like you were able to maintain pretty well the routine with a little adjustments? Yeah. So, well, for the first six weeks of Patrick's life, we were actually living with my parents. Cause like I said, okay. we, we just moved back into uh, Hudson. So that's been really great because I had so much help from my mom who was home with me every day um but uh now that we've been in our home for the past two weeks I'd say you know I say routine it's a loose routine you know you have to be easygoing with it and you know I think the big the big things with him is just like talking about what you're gonna do before you do it and he He's so smart. Like, I'll say, okay, like, we're going to go outside for a little bit, and he'll go grab his little rain boots and, like, try <laughs> to put them on, and, you know, they they pick up a lot, so. Well, it sounds like you're doing an amazing job because, like I said, this is one of the most challenging things to do, balancing bringing home but and continuing to raise them. So you've got a pediatrician across the, across the table from you. Any questions you have for me? I sure do. Um, I would say, what is the biggest piece of advice that you give parents with, you know, multiple kids? You know, this is just my first time doing this. And if I'm lucky enough to have more kids to bring home in the future, you know, what are some things that you recommend? Absolutely. I think routine, like you said, is so important. Kids really thrive on routine. But There is some fluidity to it. Like you mentioned, you have to be a little bit flexible. One of the things that I think worked really well that I've taught people in my practice but also practiced in my own home was we used to have what we called Gabe time, for example, because Gabe was always doing things to try to get my attention. So I would say, I see that you really want to read that book, but we've got to take care of... Ben right now mm-hmm. and I'd love for you to help me but if you could sit and be patient pretty soon it's going to be Gabe time and then when it was Gabe time I gave him my undivided attention so he knew over time once he learned you know mm-hmm. that that this is the way it was going to go that he had my complete undivided attention and so calling it Gabe time or then I'd be like it's not Gabe time yet for example then he understood that language and was able to wrap his head around it and be able to be patient it again it took some time Mm -hmm. the other thing too is when you talk to the other remember with a baby they don't really know what you're saying to them so you could say to Patrick for example Patrick we're going to read a book to Thomas because it's Thomas's turn for mommy's attention. And then what that does for Thomas is it makes him understand that he, his needs are not less important than Patrick's needs. Mm-hmm. Because right now, Patrick needs a lot. And so does sure Thomas. Does. But, you know, it's a, it gets a little bit easier as they get older. And so by using Thomas's name incorporating it into what you need to do for Patrick, it makes Thomas feel very important. So those are a couple tips. Good tip. 
Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining. Can we give her a nice round of applause? Thank you. Well, I would invite any and all of you to listen to Growing Up with Dr. Sarah and follow me and subscribe wherever you listen to your shows. And thank you so much for letting me be a part of your evening.